Welcome to Tomer Talks Circular, the podcast that delves into the complex topics shaping the circular economy. I'm your host, Mitu Moran. They say we do not inherit the earth from our ancestors. We borrow it from our children. That sentiment holds more truth today than ever before as our planet faces unprecedented challenges. The circular economy is not just a buzzword, it's a lifeline for the future. To help us explore the circular economy and the exciting developments within this space, we've invited a guest who's at the forefront of the resource revolution. Please join me in welcoming Tova Anderson, CEO and President of Tomra, a global leader in recycling and resource management solutions. Tova, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So Tova, could you start by giving our listeners a quick overview of the circular economy and its significance in the current global context? Yes, of course. Uh, for me, the circular economy is really about rethinking the way we consume, produce and manage resources. The way we live today is not sustainable. If you look at what we consume every year, less than 8% of the resources we consume every year ends in a circular value chain. So when we talk about the circular economy, we're addressing the urgent need to save precious resources and through that fight climate change by closing the material loop. This will cut greenhouse gas emissions, it will preserve biodiversity, but it's not only about saving the planet, it's also about boosting the bottom line. I truly believe some of the biggest business opportunities today lies within sustainability in developing and selling new sustainable solutions. For example, recycling, repair, and reuse are all significant business opportunities. That's, uh, that's an interesting perspective. Um, and it's good to hear you saying this, that you can combine um, the planet and business and come out good on both ends. So thank you for that. Let's dive a little deeper now um, into how re recycling and resource management contribute to mitigating climate change as well as Tomra's role in this space. Can you shed some light on this? Yes. So if you look at the global CO2 emissions today, it's really all about energy and resource consumption. Those are the two things that we need to solve. So we will not solve the global climate crisis unless we start thinking very different about our resources. We need to eliminate the consumption that is not needed, for example, by changing design to reduce material consumption. We need to create products that last longer, repair more, and to reuse more. Uh, and for the rest, we need to recycle with the objective to really keep the materials in a closed loop. So uh, how do we then uh, in Tumblr contribute? As that was also one part of the question you asked. Our expertise in Tumra is really within collection and sorting. Our collection business focuses on solutions for beverage containers. We know through deposit systems uh, where we really put a value on the empty bottles and cans that we can boost and collection rates above 90%. Uh, in sorting, we focus on extracting valuable materials from waste streams and sort them then into high quality fractions that can be recycled. So really through, and we do this through advanced sensor technologies and combine it with AI. And we can basically through those solutions sort more or less all kinds of material 
to then enable recycling uh, and reduce the environmental footprint also of mining. Uh, we also then provide sorting and grading solutions for fruit and vegetables. This makes sure that every fruit and vegetable, every resource counts and that we minimize food loss. Uh, we provide them really high-tech equipment to enable circular economy. But also in addition to that, we actively share our competence and knowledge. We have worked in this space for 51 years. So we actively also share that uh, competence and knowledge through our 5,600 employees who are active in more than 100 countries. Okay, and, and we share not only with Intamra, but we also share the knowledge. Um, we're working with other partners as well. We collaborate across the, the value chain because I think you agree we can't do this by ourselves. We definitely can't do it by ourselves and uh, we definitely want to share this with all relevant stakeholders. Then we talk about uh, the different uh, businesses uh, and players that needs to be part of the new circular value chains. We talk about the brand owners that we need to uh, have to really, you know, create a pool for these kind of material and the changes that they require. But also we talk about all kinds of stakeholders from policymakers to NGOs because we have a common agenda here, you know, to really address the climate change issue and also make sure that we then improve resource optimization and we need to do that together. So that's, uh, you know, so we collect uh, and gather information from all countries that we operate in uh, and share that actively with all these stakeholders. So I know, in fact, this week we have a couple of colleagues who are in Nairobi working with other organizations to work on what we hope will be a successful and effective plastics treaty. Uh, so another example actually going on right now where we are collaborating with others. Tova, you mentioned food waste um, and our our role in this. How exactly can Tamra's solutions help in reducing food waste in the food industry? And what role does circularity play in this context? If you look at food production today, approximately one third of all food that is being produced every year gets wasted. That is the equivalent of over a billion tons of food wasted every year. Uh, and this waste occurs, you know, at uh, all the different stages of the supply chain from production to consumption. Uh, and where we contribute is that we have solutions that can then enable more efficient sorting of the food and by optimizing it to reduce waste reduction. So what does actually our solutions uh, do? Uh, they're used in typically food processing units or in pack houses. So when the fruit and vegetable come to a pack house, uh, it then identifies and do readings of every fruit, every vegetable to determine the quality and ensure that the usage is optimized. So what is going to go for fresh consumptions, what would end up as a juice, for example. So through this, we are then helping to minimize food waste uh, and ensuring that uh, everything that is produced is used more effectively. We can also then through this look at uh, things like storage and what uh, is uh, the storage capability of the fr uh, fruit or vegetable as well, which also then is part of optimizing the usage and reduce food waste. Okay. So... We're not only sorting for good quality, the things that are sorted out are used for um, other products. So that also does not go to waste. Like you said, juice, for example. 
Yeah, so it's all about optimizing, you know, all the resources so that it all gets used for a purpose. Okay. Now, we've talked about food. Um, I'd like to shift the attention a bit to an area that, that often faces sustainability criticism, and that is mining. We know that it plays a vital role in the production of essential items like electronics, batteries, and renewable energy technology. Now, as the world, as we shift towards a circular economy, the demand for minerals like lithium and cobalt is basically set to rise. So how can we strike a balance and make this process cleaner and more sustainable? As you said, you know, mining is an essential part of the circular economy. So it is important that we focus on uh, making mining more sustainable. Uh, and we need then innovative technologies uh, and really a commitment from different players to reduce the environmental impact of mining activities. So the solutions that we provide into this space uh, is uh, also advanced sensor-based uh, sorting solutions, uh, where you can then, for example, extract waste material early in the process, which will reduce then both energy and water use overall, and by that reduce the climate uh, footprint of mining. But also mining uh, in this context is not solely about extracting new resources. Uh, urban mining uh, involves and also recycling and repurposing metals and minerals from electronic waste and discarded products, reducing the need for fresh mining operations. So this is also an important uh, area to focus on here to again ensuring that these valuable materials actually get reused and recycled as well. Uh, and again, we are then providing sorting uh, solutions into that. So I think it's uh, important that everybody understands the importance of mining towards uh, and how it plays in the circular economy uh, and that we work then both to ensure that uh, materials are kept in the loop, but also the requirement mining activities are as green as possible. That makes sense. So at the beginning of this of this episode, you mentioned that Tamra has been around for 51 years. And of course, we've just talked about some of the core areas that we've been focusing on. But I know that uh, the Tamra is also exploring new horizons. Can you tell us more about how Tamra is contributing to the circular economy and, and other sectors? In Tamra, we want to play a leading role to eliminate the waste in the world. We believe, you know, in creating a world without waste. So what we have done is that we have looked at some of the biggest challenges that still needs to be solved, linked then to resource optimization. Uh, and we have matched that with our capabilities. Uh, and through that, we have selected where we should focus. And today we have uh, three focus areas within our horizon portfolio, which are then uh, business building opportunities outside our existing core business. And these three are textiles, reuse, and feedstock. So uh, let me quickly go through each uh, three of them. So Tumla Textiles is all about solving circularity of textiles. Textiles today is the least circular material in the world. Less than 1% is being recycled. And I think we all are aware of the large environmental challenges linked to textile consumptions. So we have created then a venture 
we shall connect the dots between textile waste collection and fiber-to-fiber recycling. Uh, and then creating new partnerships, new value change, and through that also valuable business opportunities. Tumna Reuse, the second venture, shall solve the problem with single-use takeaway packaging. Single-use takeaway packaging is uh, both a huge litter problem in big cities and also a significant CO2 emitter. So our focus in this venture is to enable then a shift from single-use packaging for takeaway to reusable packaging. And we will do that by uh, providing then an open manner system for collecting and returning reusable packaging in urban environments utilizing our experience and knowledge from deposit uh, systems from uh, beverage containers. And this will be, be piloted in a city in Denmark uh, next year, Aarhus, uh, which will be very exciting. Uh, and then the last uh, of the three ventures, Tomra Feedstock. The problem that Tomra Feedstock shall solve is to reduce the amount of plastic currently being burned or ending in landfill. So instead of that, we will extract it, sort it, and enable closed loop solutions to then close the gap between plastic waste and plastic recycling. And the last several months, we have announced two investments uh, within this area, two sorting facilities that will do exactly this. Uh, one will be in Germany and one in Norway, and they will be operational during 2025. So these are all very exciting activities that will contribute both to solve some of the challenges in the world and profitably grow our business. And are we, uh, so that, as you said, they're very exciting. Are we looking into other areas as well, Tolga, or? Yes. So we are constantly looking into other areas, other problems, uh, with the objective to probably launch one or two more of this over the next uh, one to two years. Okay, so uh, I guess watch this space. You'll, I'm sure you'll be space. back. <laughs> okay. So Tova, these days it is difficult to be positive with everything going on in the world. But I'm an optimistic person and I know you are too. Looking ahead, What's your vision for the circular economy? How do you see it evolving and making a difference, a positive difference in the years to come? So my vision for the circular economy is one of transformative, positive and inclusive change. And yes, I am optimistic by nature, uh, but I also see concrete positive developments. The number of countries with deposit schemes increases every year, ensuring more bottles and cans doesn't end in nature but gets recycled. I do see continued investments being made in sorting technologies and also more and more advanced sorting, which is increasing the total capacity and also accuracy, which enables more closed-loop recycling. I also see in the uh, policy making uh, that more and more countries are in discussing and implementing extended producer responsibility. They are implementing collection targets and recycling targets in their policies and legislation. Uh, and we previously talked about the work with the United Nations, which is another positive thing I see. 
where you have all the countries now part of the United Nations that have agreed to create a global treaty to eliminate plastic waste and the negotiations are progressing. Still a bit too slow if you ask me, but it is progressing. So uh, there are many positive signs out there uh, and I'm confident, you know, that circular economy will play a pivotal role in addressing some of our most pressing challenges including resource scarcity, climate change, and environmental degradation. So uh, I envision, you know, a future where businesses and individuals embrace circularity as a fundamental principle. So this means that we design products with recycling and reusability in mind, we minimize waste and we maximize resource efficiency. And it also involves them promoting a culture uh, of repair and reuse, really to reduce the environmental impact of our consumption habits. And through that, you know, circular economy will not only benefit the environment, but it will have a profound impact on the quality of our life. It will create cleaner air, cleaner water, and more sustainable job opportunities. And it will create significant business opportunities. So yes, I remain optimistic. Yes, you do. But it sounds like there's a reason to be optimistic. I think I speak for everyone listening today when I say thank you, Tova, for sharing your invaluable insights and for shedding light on Tamara's contributions to the circular economy today and in the future. There's no doubt that the power of collective action and the dedication and innovative solutions coming from all over the world, including from Tamra, we can really make a difference. And some of those differences you've just talked about. Thank you, Mitu. Thanks for having me. Uh, and I fully agree with what you said. It's through collective actions that we will make a difference. Uh, and I and the rest of Tamra really look forward to work with all our partners going forward to then drive uh, a circular economy. And we will be back soon with more exciting episodes exploring the circular economy and its potential to shape a better world. Stay tuned, stay sustainable, and take care. Goodbye for now.